three, two, one. Oh, we're back, motherfucking at it. Let's go. This is another edition of the Bombastic Podcast with Imani Wilson. Thank you for um, tuning in to another episode. But can I just make just a quick moment of history right now? So I feel like this is a magnanimous occasion, okay? As you can tell, you know, I tried a different angle. I tried to get some of the wall art that's in here. I'm going to get even more wall art, some podcast-related wall art. Just wall art, you know, just a lot of that shit. None of that shit you get from Walmart that says, live, love, laugh. Fuck you. No, none of that. But um, I, I just want to make mention, like right now, this fucking do-rag right here, Okay. Just got out the shower, okay? Make sure to get extra special for this podcast. I realize, I'm like, dude, you're going, going to bed after this. But still, I just wanted to go and do an occasion. Because think about it. How many fucking podcasts do you know when somebody's recording and they got a do-rag on? Not a silky. I'm going to admit, I'm not these fucking kids out here. Not the silky. I don't have it tied up all the many different ways. And yes, my this is this is called with the cape being out, okay? If, there was like, if it was a fucking jet right now, jet turbine blowing in this motherfucker, it would be going this way. So, I just wanted to go ahead and make mention of that because I feel like, you know, it's history being made. You know, for me, this is the second podcast, officially episode one. You know, I'm doing it with a do-rag on. You know, decided to rock the all-black sweater. You know, I feel like Dr. Dre, where you get to see more of the muscle showing. Because nobody... Well, I mean, by the time this is out, episode zero would have been out for a while in the reception. I'll get into that later. But no one had enough time to tell me I look like a fucking like ninja turtle with that green hoodie on like okay Donnie like no one fucking told me nothing like absolutely nothing about it but you know I, I just can't believe it oh I can't believe it oh man oh man I don't know why I've been like in a musical mood starting this shit and for some reason I've had like t- that that T-Pain song oh I can't believe it because I'm just thinking like how much shit he got away with that song like motherfucker said literally motherfucker said where's Canson I was like you motherfucker like you know good and well you you know good and fucking well you just got that off but it's cool because it's you it's like motherfucker Wes Canson shit don't exist Wes Canson like no motherfucker like even for being from fucking Florida you don't get that fucking accent off I'm so good <laughs> um, um, I don't know I don't know what the fuck it is but I'm in a I'm in a musical fucking mood man it's weird but you know speaking of fucking moods and shit I gotta make mention to a bunch of things cause it's just updates as we go along with this um crazy podcast where I sit here and speak about my many idiosyncrasies popular media um you know things in the world of gaming because i'm a nerd you tell with some of the shit's nerd shit and here like passes from like events from years ago you know crafts and shit um i gotta make mention of this one particular bit as you can tell still hearing my voice is slightly different because i'm still you know i'm on the mend i would say i'm on the mend i was sick for like the last week and a half two weeks and oh yeah this is perfect so not only was I sick, but um, for some reason, it's like, I guess maybe because we're in 2019, like, you got to let people know online, like, hey, I'm really fucking sick. You can't just be sick in your own, like, private 
time. Like, I made a joke today. It was like, hey, you know, shout out to the folks who knew I was sick because it was a very limited number. And that was more so because they've either been around me or they spoke to me and they could hear in my voice or whatever the case may be. So I was like, shout out to the folks who knew I was sick and follow up. And the rest of you can fuck goats. Like, the rest of you can fuck all goat. So I was just like, you know, I just made that joke. But then I had people that, you know, again, folks of my life that care about it was like, yo, I'm, this is the first time I'm hearing about you being sick, bro. Like, what's good? Like, what's up? The cousin called me like, oh, I didn't know you was in the fucking hospital, B. What the fuck? I would have sent one of your cousins to come get I'm like, eh, no, nah, I'm good. But the whole thing was, it was just the idea that I'm like, damn, fucking social media now, man. Like, like, like you really got to let motherfuckers know that you're sick. It's the weirdest fucking thing. And don't get me wrong. When I first went to the hospital sometime, like, last week, I did get on Snapchat. God knows why the fuck I'm even on Snapchat. I don't fucking use it. I really don't. It's like it's like one of those apps that just sits there, and occasionally I'll just be like, what the fuck is this person doing? Okay, she's using Snapchat as a mirror. Fuck off. Okay, he's over here doing something weird. That's cool. Okay, cool. A uh, friend I don't really speak to is doing some cool shit. That's it. Me, I just fuck off and go on and just post random shit. So I posted this shit here. Of me like trying to fucking breathe. And it was just more so just because I was like, ah, well, fuck it, I'm here. And again, I let some folks know I was in the hospital. I didn't do it for like that. Oh my God, are you okay? I'm sending prayers and this, this, and this. Oh my God, I wish I could be able to help you. Is everything all right? Ah, man, I'm good. I'm good. But that's, but see, but here's the thing. That's not even the apex of my fucking point here. The, the apex of my point here is I've been sick nobody's been trying to show me any type of love except for a few people with me being fucking sick. I got one homie, shout out this motherfucker, fucking Victoria. Literally, he's like, oh, you're not sick. You, you probably just got a man cold. I'm like, first of all, what the fuck is that? Like, is, is there some, like, fucking dictionary? Like, like did the fucking WHO, World Health Organization, did they just fucking come out with some new distinction of the fucking influenza vir virus that only impacts men a certain way? Like, no, I'm not man sick, where it's like I'm complaining, because man sick don't get you fucking inhalers. It fucking doesn't. That's not a man cold. That's, and trust me, it gets worse. Because then, if I'm not getting that shit... Then I got people running for me like I got fucking Ebola. It's like, oh, see, I told you about being out there in these fucking streets. You want to travel, whatever. You want to move around. You didn't cause some shit. No, it's not that either. I didn't catch some shit. I mean, I did, but it's not from, you know, some like wild contagion and shit. I got to deal with this myself, you know, and it's not. And again, like I'm building up to the main point here, the main, the precipice right now. Um, What was fucked up is the second time I went to the hospital. Because my doctor's office was like, yeah, Mr. Wilson, you know, we can see you once, you know, you, you know, once, once you do have a time. I think we see you Friday. I was like, okay, perfect. So that'd be perfect. I'll get there Friday, Friday, February 1st. I'm like, bitch, it is still January. So what the fuck am I supposed to do? I'm like, well, you know, I mean, words come to you. I'm like, ah, I got you. God, I got an ER, one of those fucking like emergency fucking places. Gotcha. So never mind that shit. Go to another fucking hospital, which worst fucking place that i could have fucking picked right there on the i see and i, I try not to do it because last time i went to the hospital i went to the hospital in the hood i went to the hospital right here in the cusp of the hood in the burbs but i know there's a lot of you know mi gente in here a lot of you know brown and black people so i'm like eh, it ain't it ain't lily white so it's not that lily white jewish funded hospital so you gonna have you still gonna have to wait and i'm talking you're hearing people like vomiting guts up, some dude covered in a blanket, this person doesn't speak English, this dude here, because you know there's always that one person that's trying to speak to you and shit. Like, I'm, I'm telling my symptoms, 
dude sitting there like, yo, I swear to God, B, yo, I got the same shit you got, B. I swear to God, like, yo, I don't know who gave us that shit, B, but I'm right there with you, brother. Yo, yo, yo I'm telling you, bro, like, yo, I know you's probably out there grinding. If you work outside, I can tell you work outside. Bitch, I don't work outside. <laughs> and when I do, it's on the shoot. This motherfucker was like, nah, I can tell you work outside, B. I work outside, too. Yeah, I got that same shit, B. I don't know what the fuck that shit is, like a cough. I'm like, yeah, it's the same shit. So, like, you got all these elements, and these motherfuckers... After uh, more than an hour, me just sitting in there, crying babies, just nightmare fuel type shit. They didn't go, all right, Mr. Wilson. <clears throat> and they go, all right, Mr. Wilson. Um, oh, of course, I got to mention a sponsor. This podcast, like many of them, is sponsored by the drink of the day, week, month, and the motherfucking year, water. And I got to stump my Green Lantern with the poster and the mug. And I'm not a, and I'm not a lefty. That's just pure stunting right there. But, um... Um, they went ahead and was like, yeah, so, um, and the diagnosis is what gets me fucked up because if I share it with the motherfuckers, now you're going to know what the big wind up with the big punchline was. So they tell me, okay, so we did your x-rays, all this other shit. We did this test. We see you got acute bronchitis. Have fun trying to tell motherfuckers, oh, well, what happened? What was the diagnosis? I'm like, oh, and I knew it was going to fuck it. I knew it was coming because I know the people I deal with, assholes. Dickheads, fuckos. I knew it was coming. So what do I say? I'm like, oh well. I'm just like, oh fuck. I gotta tell him. Um, yeah, I got um, I got bronchitis. First thing motherfucker tells me. Anybody got time for that? You remember this shit? You you remember that shit? That was that was exactly what this motherfucker said. Ain't nobody got time for that. I'm like, really, motherfucker? Some people thinking I'm faking man colds to then avoid me like I got Ebola. Now you motherfuckers making fun of the fact that I have bronchitis. I'm like. It's just fucked up. So I couldn't fucking win. So last episode, you know, I was recording. The video stopped somewhere mid through because I was recording off my fucking iPad. Still am now. iPad Pro trying to get the 4K popping for you guys. And, you know, for whatever reason, it stopped like within the first like couple of minutes. I don't know what the fuck is good with that. But thankfully, a couple of days, you know, my, my baby will be here. Shit cost me like a fucking, shit cost me like a fucking 99, 2002 Honda, but, you know, it's going to be worth it, so I'd step my game up, you know, so that'll be the default camera from here on out, but I just had to mention that shit, so, motherfuckers, dealing with bronchitis, I'm on the mend, I'm feeling good, you know, still taking my natural, you know, garlic extracts, oil, tea, water, apple cider vinegar, all of that extra normal shit, but then also with the medicine and, you know, it's fucking inhaler, which... Fuck it, just, you know, like, 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 these shits now, these shits now are, like, the official mark of, like, the start of this podcast, when you can be like, damn, this motherfucker, the video cut off on one, the other one, he wore a do-rag, he was taking hits from an inhaler, it was just like, yeah, man, <clears throat> he was real thugged out in those first few episodes, but, you know, it's just real shit, so, you know, I'm out here trying to be healthy along with everybody else, trying to be enterprising, all of that good stuff, but otherwise, I'm good. You know, trying to eat well as well. And speaking of eating well, this is some funny shit that I was thinking of earlier. So, because I think I like wild shit. I'm like in my own head. Um, that's why I made a podcast. Um, you know it's wild when, for some reason, you got people, especially when you're in like a house with other people, whether it be, you know, mate, spouse, you know, friend, colleagues, partner, roommates, whatever the fuck it's set up. But you know there's that one motherfucker in there, and you know I'm talking to your fucking spirit. I'm trying to look within the camera as best as I can, because I'm trying to speak 
to you because this is some shit about yourself that you need to just make clear and make good on, all right? You are a fucking serial warrior. And let me tell you why you're a serial warrior. You are one of these motherfuckers that when it comes to a box of cereal, that motherfucker is not making it through the week. That shit is gone within like the first two to three days of purchase. It does not make any <laughs> it does not make any fucking sense how immediate this fucking cereal is like rocked. And you know what? It's not your fault though. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm like too amused by my own shit right now, but it's not your fault. And let me tell you why it's not your fault. Because it's a part of your upbringing. Because your caretaker saw you as most kids and said, I'm going to give you cereal. I'm going to give you one of these like little tiny fucking regular bowls. Okay, and you're going to get a regular, you're going to get a serving. But then as you got older, you 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 know, your appetite, you grow, hormones, all that shit, you want to eat more. You know, you didn't tell yourself like, oh shit, like I'm going to make bigger bowls now. And depending on the household you're in, you probably got some flack for that when motherfuckers pick that box up and you know, you know that feeling from when the box is kind of full and it's got a little bit of weight to the other time when you're like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, hold on, wait a minute. Like, that's not even the cereal. That's the toy that came with this shit. But yes, it is definitely something that is a part of your upbringing, but then even more so what I'm realizing is it's a part of your fucking DNA because somewhere in your fucking DNA, you've got like the bloodline of fucking Shaka Zulu and Genghis Khan because you just conquer fucking boxes of cereal. Stop buying the regular box of fucking cereal. You need that big motherfucker, that fa- <laughs> you need that fucking family pack. You need that shit that you get that's on the bottom of the shelf for like $10 because you are fucking... <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> You're a fucking serial warrior. Like, sincerely. Like, dude, let's not even get into the milk conversations. Because you can't be fucking stopped. Like, it is that fucking bad with you. Oh my god. No, I'm in fucking tears. Because it's so fucked up and true. <coughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. Oh god. That was too fucking funny. But, speaking of funny... I'm so I'm so grateful for um the reception that I got from episode zero. Just, you know, makes me feel good, you know, to um try to begin this journey of producing, you know, content that folks like. You know, the Let Me Affairs podcast is still very much near and dear to me. I'm it's a forever pod for me with me and my crew, pretty much until motherfuckers leave Jersey. Whichever comes first. And um, you know, I feel really good about the reception from um episode zero from what I got thus far. You know, so I just want to continue to, you know, try to like, you know, king, master, craft this motherfucking content, do, you know, everything that I can to try to reach out, you know, to folks who, you know, just like to hear the crazy shit that I think of or the shit that's currently going on. I think it's fucking dope. So I'm just going to continue to do that. But, you know, I I say episode zero into one thus far is like a brief anthology of like me getting over being sick, me sort of giving you the bits and pieces and the working machinations of my mind, and then hitting you straight up with what's going on, what's popping, and inform you, entertain you, engage you, all of that good shit. So that's pretty much fucking it. I'm just trying to get my content to be kingly. I want to get my shit down. Speaking of the fucking king of content, um, Netflix. Netflix um, introduced... 
earlier this week, well, last week, uh, you want to set up the days of when this shit comes out. Um, they released uh, price hikes of their service. I think it was like maybe 2 $3, something like that. And guess what? Nobody gave a fuck. You want to know why? Because they know that when it comes to motherfucking Netflix, you're not saying no to Netflix. Saying no to Netflix is like saying no to half the shit that's out there now. So you're not going to do it. So I just thought that was some funny shit how, you know, any other time you see like a price increase in like most shit, fucking motherfuckers could say, oh, well, farmers mentioned due to global warming, some shit that's, you know, that we can try to regulate, but it's kind of out of out of our control a little bit. They'd be like, oh, well, the price of bread's going to have to go up $2. Motherfuckers would lose their fucking minds. Motherfuckers would be like, fuck that. I don't fuck with that shit anyway. But no, Netflix says two more dollars. I didn't see not a soul be like, no, nah, I'm not. No, bitch. No, bitch. Because one thing I'll say about being sick, this is the time that I actually watch shit. And speaking of watching shit, new shit and old shit I was tuning into. New shit, Punisher Season 2. Now, I'm, I'm going to try to go ahead and speak about this without giving away any real spoilers. Because, number one, I'll tell you this right now about Season 2. I fucking love Season 2 for several reasons. And I'm going to try to keep this shit very non-spoiler laden i'll just try to keep this shit tight and concise okay um number one the first few episodes were like some call back to like rambo first blood type shit you got frank castle the punisher in like some small town in ohio and i swear it felt like fucking first blood you could just tell it's like he's going in these situations you could tell he's like you know he's still dangerous they're ready to fuck shit up like they literally open the fucking season all right spoiler fuck it they open the season with the man in a van covered in blood just looking ready to go and the shit that happens while he's covered in blood and driving on the road it's like yo this is this this is exactly what the fuck i came back for this is what i came back for frank castle fucking shit up so yes the first like three episodes were like on some rambo first blood punisher in a small town and you know you don't need to have that animal out there fucking frank castle out there in some podunk back fucking country well i love deers like no get him the fuck out of that environment because he's going to mangle everything that's standing but let me tell you what's even wilder though one of the antagonists of the show, you know, um, won't give his name away. Well, fuck it. He's called uh, John Pilgrim. Let me tell you something about the actor. <clears throat> and I'm looking at this as maybe one of my things. And this would be a segment where I always like to do, like, you, you, you know you know how you do, like, fantasy baseball, football, that shit. I, I want to do fantasy, like, casting for shit. Cause you, cause you, you, you always where you see like, oh, uh, oh, this person's gonna play this superhero or gonna play this person a biopic. I want the motherfucking dude from Punisher season two. I don't know the actor's name, but my, his fucking picture is right here. I want this motherfucker right here to play Robin Williams in a biopic. Because the whole time during the whole fucking season, I'm like, I'm just waiting for like, a, uh, g -g -g -g. I'm just waiting for some little like Robin Williams like mannerism where he's speaking like this and he's speaking fluidly and, and graciously and he's going off the top of his head and whimsical. I was waiting for him to do something because I'm like, yo, this dude looks so fucking much like Robin Williams. It's wild. Like the whole time through. And the whole time he's a bloodthirsty, cold savage. So this is like almost like 24-hour photo crazy Robin Williams, but I still want it because I'm just like, yo, all I'm waiting is for like one genie line because I'm still having to reel over this shit here and wonder like what the fuck's going to happen with that because I'm like, I don't fucking know. All I can do is hope for the best. Just some dude. Like I said, some dude from the internet. Um, 
you know, but punish the season two. Oh, fucking beautiful. I hope Marvel, Netflix, they figure this shit out. Disney Plus, I don't, I don't, I don't know. All I know is, is that it definitely deserves a season three to be able to bring a lot of things whole. Cause right now the way, the way it's just, the way it's gone, it's like Frank Castle is just a force of fucking nature. So you gotta somehow, you know, make that story whole. But yeah, but when I'm sick, oh, that's the perfect time for me to like, just start, you know, um, you know, start watching things, start trying to like catch up on things. Another thing I've been watching and I got to thank, um, and I got to thank, uh, strange, you know, my boy David Strange a little bit for this, but then also fuck him, fuck him. And this is why I'm going to say fuck him because the show Twin Peaks, okay. You're talking about an old school show from like the nineties, whatever the case may be, you know, super dope cult classic. He is a big Twin Peaks fucking fan. Also a big fucking Twilight Zone fan. Also a big X-Files fan. I'm a fan of all of that shit. Do, do you think this motherfucker was going to tell me, David fucking Strange, yeah, was going to tell me, yo, dude, Twin Peaks, you got to see it. You got to see it. You, you just fucked that. You got to see it. I mean, he did, but he didn't like implore it as he should. Because this shit so far has been changing my life. I'm on episode, I want to say 16 on season two. And I mean, so far it's got like that old school 90s sort of feel to it where everything's melodramatic. David Lynch still stylishly getting it popping, still has the weird like fucking shot selection and just weird pacing and like themes throughout. So if you like that, so pretty much preach it this way. You like surrealism met with like a film noir like x-files like type of show twin peaks is right there for you and speaking of fucking x-files like i said it was just so many surprises in the show including fucking david duchovny in drag i'm like what the fuck was this i'm like see that's what you gotta do for you to get on and i was fucking crazy because i'm like fucking molder because he was and he was a federal agent so i'm saying so i'm like it's fucking molder in drag before fucking x-files even happened so i'm like come on dude Fucking Twin Peaks has just been wild. So I'm just been like, yo, like I've been trying to catch up with it and, you know, trying to see like what else is going on with it. And, you know, cause, 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 cause I know they got a season three and the season three, I believe came out on Showtime. I think it came out like maybe like a year or two, maybe even three back. So, I mean, it came out recently as like a revival series, but, um, I definitely want to check it out. I know there's a couple of um other series that you know have been coming out now. Like someone told me like, hey, you like um Punisher, you gotta see this one show, Polar that's coming out. It's like really bunch of gratuitous violence and it's really like over the top. And I'm like, you know, I I gotta watch that as well. You know, there, there's there's a bunch of things I mean to catch up on. And catching up on things, I fucking speaking of the series as well. <coughs> the Twilight Zone. So Watching the Twilight Zone with my um, cousin, he mentions this um, this particular episode where, and I'm trying to remember the name of it. Fuck, I'm I'm gonna pull it up because I'm gonna pull it up right here in the graphic, like right there. He he mentions this episode where it's this small village and this little boy named Anthony literally can like control shit with his mind to the point to where he's got this whole village shook because if you piss him off. He's going to tell you you're a really bad person and he's going to send you to the cornfield. I'm like, you little motherfucker, you. So the whole way through, I'm watching these like grown ass people around little Anthony. He's like six, 
supposed to be six in the fucking show. And it's like, it's little things where folks are like, now, Anthony, it's a good day, isn't it, Anthony? It's like, yeah, everything's such a good day. What did you do today? He's like, I went in the farm with the cows. Oh, that's so good. I'm so glad you went in the farm with the cows. Now, all the, the cows are still there, right? You didn't send them to the cornfield, right? Because if you piss the kid off, he'll like... It's it's almost like he's got like Professor X like abilities where he can just do whatever the fuck he wants with his mind. Like so he'll literally like he'll turn you into some shit. He'll like destroy you with his mind or he'll just send you to this fucking cornfield. And apparently the cornfield is like like oblivion abyss of just some fucking endless fucking cornfield where he's just been sending people and shit and elements and all kinds of things that he just doesn't like. So imagine a fucking six-year-old with an attitude problem saying, no, I don't want it. And he literally just goes, and then that shit is just gone. So I'm fucking bugging because I know of a Netflix. I've had to literally watched all of the fucking Twilight Zone series. I'm talking all of them. So when I saw this shit, I was dying because the whole time I'm telling myself it's fucked up because this shit is so good and it still retains its value like decades, decades later. But it was just like, fuck, man. Like, like I, like I was legitimately fucking sitting there telling myself like, yo, I could really like watch this episode and think about how to destroy this child because i was thinking i was just thinking myself like i'd have to destroy him but the fucked up thing is he could read minds as well so if you were thinking something bad about him he knew it because one guy like snapped and was just like someone needs to take something heavy across your skull and he was like you're a bad man and like turn this motherfucker into some shit and send it to the cornfield fuck spoilers the fucking shit's been out for more than 40 years so i'm like yo my biggest thing is, is like Netflix is just one of those things where you could absolutely just go on there and just get caught up. I mean, caught up on the shit you love, caught up on some shit you didn't even know that you love. So fucking Twilight Zone, please. And my favorite one still to this day. Well, I got two favorites. My favorite one of the Twilight Zone is the guy who just wants to be left alone so he can read his books. So something happens, I think this is like around the time of like World War Two, you know, all that sort of shit back then. So it was always the the fear of like nuclear fallout in the US. So he's in he's in the fucking library, you know, again, he wants to be left alone with his fucking books. And I'm probably butchering the shit out of the story, but make a long story short, apparently a fucking um, nuclear bombing happens where he goes inside the library, goes into a bunker, and just boom, 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 everything outside gets destroyed. Goes go comes upstairs nobody's in the library. The library's pretty much blown the fuck up. I mean, there's still sections of it still standing where you can get the books and shit like it. But there's nobody around. Like, everything's just been desolated. It's just him with the books. So the motherfucker literally got exactly what the fuck he wanted. He wanted to be left alone with his motherfucking books. So at some point, he's just like, he's loving it. Like, he's literally going around, picking them off the shelves. Like, ah, no more lines. No more people fucking with me. I get to just go ahead and be alone with these books. And then at some point, it started to sink into him. Like, well, wait, you know, I really won't be able to do this. And I won't be able to do that. Like, he started to really, he started to really think about, you know, the value in human life and go, motherfucker, it is really just me now with these motherfucking books. So he started to like panic and shit. And upon panicking, he started like trying to run around to like find people and find help and shit. He trips, falls, breaks his motherfucking glasses. So now he is in a world by himself with his motherfucking books and can't see dick. 
So I thought that shit was wild of an episode. That's always bothered me. I always had this thing of like, yo, what if I just woke up and was a no was like nobody around? And I always tell myself, yeah, the peace and quiet may be kind of chill for like the first little while until then you realize like, oh yeah, it really is just me and this bitch, huh? Yeah, that's a problem. Oh, and then the other one, which is fucking super infamous. I mean, I can just drop this. Anyone that's seen The Twilight Zone, you've seen this episode. The shit on the plane, on the fucking plane wing, where only the guy can fucking see it. No one else can see this monster on this fucking wing. That That is the fucking reason I don't like nighttime flights. I'm not going to bullshit you. I prefer red eyes. I prefer all that shit. I don't like nighttime flights. I don't like flights when it's like rainy weather because I, it always comes in my mind. Like I'm like, all right, this is a multi-million, hundred million dollar, probably billion dollar vehicle in the sky. I'm not worried about it. What happens, happens. I'm good. I'm going to my destination, God willingly. But the idea that there would be some shit on the wing that only I can fucking see and I got to explain this shit to people. Black man, 2019, rocking fucking do-rags. Yo, something on the fucking wing of the plane. No, no, can't do that. You can't do it. But in the fucking Twilight Zone episode, it was wild because this fucking thing was literally like just, it was like appearing just for him. I, I, I forgot what the whole like real like end like point of it all was, but it was fucking crazy. <coughs> but it's just wild thinking of uh, Netflix. Excuse me for coughing into the mic. But it's just wild just thinking on Netflix how you can just catch up on, on these sort of things. And they're just like there. You know, like any other time you would have to go on TV and maybe like find a marathon that's on. Or maybe you'd have to um go to YouTube and see. But no, but Netflix just has certain like, like I'm talking anthologies of the shit. So I love it. So Netflix, it's been Punisher season two, which has been dope. You know, got a, got, got a couple other things on my list. Uh, fucking Twin Peaks that I'll be wrapping up probably in the next couple of days. And then I got to go to season three, which I don't even think is on Netflix. And then fucking Twilight Zone, which is always a classic. And I mean, you know, if you ever like want something to like fuck your head up before you sleep, throw on Twilight Zone. If you just want to go the fuck to sleep, Bob Ross. Bob Ross is the boss. I definitely throw Bob Ross on before I sleep because ASMR is real. And for me, it is amazing. But that that that's some shit for like a whole nother like episode, I wouldn't be able to even get into it. I have to think of all the current other things going on right now, because you know, as a nerd, I have to be like right here on the pulse of what the hell is going on. So by the time this uh, pod comes out, because I was speaking about the game Overwatch, and I know some people was just like, "Oh, I don't know what the fuck that is." Just indulge me for a second. So Overwatch, this first-person shooting game. Like team base, you and like five other people. So it's like six, six versus six teams on this like arena and these maps and all this other shit. They came out with the Chinese Lunar New Year event. So what I noticed in this China, Chinese Lunar New Year event was that they've always do the themes and some sort of touch with um, Chinese culture, which is what, which is why I really give Overwatch's due. It has a diverse cast of off, uh, a diverse offering of different characters and shit like that. So they then they cover certain like events. In this instance, they covered the Chinese Lunar New Year. I think they covered historical figures, mythological figures as well, and Chinese history. And I looked at the fucking skins. Most of them pretty much were motherfuckers with beards. It was just like beards popping. I'm talking like silky lace front like beards. Little motherfucker that would always look the same except he's just got a beard. 
Uh, one chick had a do rag on. Another chick looked like just some like white chick that was just like, I'm going to Shanghai, you know. So it was just like, you know, eh, it's just, eh, eh. it was one of those fucking things where I'm like, all right, Overwatch, you know, this is cool, but what else? I think as a gamer, I'm I'm reaching that what else period in my life now. Like last year for me, the games that came out that fucking got me because they weren't just what else was obviously God of War. And fucking Spider-Man for PS4. PS4 exclusives. So, I know motherfuckers probably who don't have PS4 felt pretty salty about that. And that's cool to feel pretty salty about that. If I didn't have a PS4, I feel pretty salty if like two of probably the biggest games to be to be released in a year were coming out. And I couldn't, I ain't got no piece of that action. But, there's a bunch of games out now that... I'm I'm the same way about so right now as of this recording okay Kingdom Hearts 3 is released I don't give a fuck and now now let me explain why I don't give a fuck about Kingdom Hearts coming out I never was a fan of one or two just never did anything for me never did I don't understand the lore I don't understand the lore of what pulls motherfuckers into it, but I, 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 I don't give a fuck. Like I'm not gonna try to sit here and think of some like witty way to be like, well, you know, I, I just don't fucking care. Like, oh, oh, but you got Goofy with you, and oh, you've got Hercules. I don't give a fuck. I understand that you incorporated Disney characters into this universe, and then Square Enix gives you that whole Final Fantasy vibe. Guess what? Even as a hardcore nerd and gamer. I didn't really fuck with Final Fantasy like that either. So yes, I know some motherfuckers like, this is blaspheme. Fuck him, grab him by his do-rag, beat his ass, run his fucking fade again. Put your dick beaters up, we can do this. But I'm telling you right now, uh, never cared. Never gave a fuck. Never gave a fuck about Final Fantasy. Never especially gave a fuck about Kingdom Hearts. One, two, or three that's out now today. You can find some other person to pod about that, YouTube about it. I implore you. I, look, listen, if I had a couple of links to send to you, I'd be like, yo, go see them that way. But as far as with you being here, with moi, moi, don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with that. Keep that shit there. So no, Kingdom Hearts, get the fuck up out of here. It came out, but I don't care. I just don't. And speaking of more games that came out, um... Resident Evil 2 Remastered, I think it was. Like, look, look, you see how to think about that? Why? Because I don't give a fuck. I never gave a fuck about Resident Evil. One, two, whatever the fuck else that has ever come out that's Resident Evil. I have never given a fuck at all. And there's good reasons why I've never given a fuck. Number one, I had a cousin. Still got a cousin. Bless him. Fucking cousin Simon. He would like babysit me he's my older cousin almost like a big brother to me and you know my aunt would go out she was you know working always doing a thing I man i think my other cousin you know also hustler extraordinaire she was always out working or something so he would watch me what he would do is he would turn all the lights off in the apartment like so this dickhead would set the ambience for it to be as scary as fuck to play this game so he would turn all the lights off in the apartment Close all the drapes. There's like almost no light in this bitch. He would have Resident Evil on. He would have it on as the volume as loud as humanly possible and play the shit and say, yeah, you got to be in the room with me because I'm watching you. 
So I would have to watch him play some shit that I'd be scared about in a dark fucking apartment. Now, the thing is, you would probably think to yourself, well, worse things have happened to kids, dude. Like, come on. It's just a fucking video game. Yeah, but fuck that. If I don't like that kind of scary shit, I don't want to fucking go ahead and be inundated with it by some motherfucker. And I'm talking like he was a crass motherfucker. Like, fucking still is. Like, I'm pretty sure he probably, like, undid all the cable box cables so I couldn't, like, go to another room watch TV. No. This dickhead would be in there fighting Nemesis with the volume up. It's dark, and I'm fucking young as shit and scared as shit. Like, yo, please, stop playing this fucking game. Please stop playing this fucking game. So, Resident Evil, I think, 2 Remastered came out. And as you can tell by the look on my face and that fucking backstory, I don't give a fuck. I, I, I just don't like and I think I don't give a fuck not just because it's like oh well you're just scared of the game I don't even think it's that it just I tell people all the time me and zombies I'm not a zombie person like zombies they don't mm, mm, mm. zombies no no uh-uh not not and especially not in the video game like that's just eh. the only zombie video game that i like because it's got like cinematic and thematic like style to it would be left for dead Left 4 Dead, and specifically Left 4 Dead 2, because Coach is fucking hilarious. And so is Ellis and the rest of them. But other than that, Zombies has never been my thing. So when I saw that Resident Evil 2 was coming out, and everybody was like, yo, it's coming out, I can't wait, I'm so excited. You're excited about a game that you played like 20 motherfucking years ago. It's 2019. Who should still give be giving a fuck about this? No. I told you, I'm at the point as a gamer where I want newer and fresher fucking experiences i don't want these motherfucking retreads man and don't get me wrong i've been caught up with the remastered of shit i mean metal gear solid remastered i got it you know um bioshock collection hd remaster i'm looking at my playstation now i mean i got it you know it's like certain things like that i get but just i don't know fucking resident evil is just it, it, it just it just it just never resonated in me at all like, it never fucking did. And speaking of not resonating, I hear there's, like, a new Metroid game that's being developed now. Guess who doesn't have a play? Get, no, guess guess who doesn't have a Nintendo system? And guess who doesn't give a fuck? You're not going to believe it. I'm like, come on. Like, you know, and, and again, I understand that these are new releases and it's not just about me, especially if I'm sharing it in a podcast form and a video form that is supposed to be about informing people. I'm informing you that these things are coming out. You should look forward to it because the Resident Evil 2 game remastered is out now. Kingdom Hearts 3 is out now. That Metro game's in development. So that's news for you. But for me... I just so happen to not give a fuck. So it's like this, it, it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a reciprocal, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a mutualistic beneficial exchange here. I'm telling you about shit that's out now. I just so happen to not give a flying fuck about any of it. So, you know, that, that's pretty much fucking that. But I will tell you about, and I'm actually tempted to fucking pull this bitch up. And now I'm on my handy dandy motherfucking PlayStation right now. This game, um, Atomic Heart, for some reason, like, I was looking at it, and speaking of, like, fucking, you know, Bioshock and other shit like it, it was, like, right there in the very same, like, vein of, like, a Bioshock, and I'm just like, dude, like, matter of fact, actually, see if I can find this shit, yeah, I found it, I'm gonna go and pull this up, it's the, the, the 10 minute gameplay trailer, I'm not gonna go for the whole 10 minutes, but we'll go for a nice little stretch. 
So it's like it's like it's like you're in some like fucked up amusement park or something like it. Like look at this shit. See, see, here, but here's the thing though. I like shit like this because this is like one of those experiences. It's an experience. I'm looking for new fucking experiences. Now I can easily say this reminds me of Bioshock. Like you see the whole setup. You know, motherfuckers walking around. That's some like weird sci-fi bendy shit where it's kind of like dishonored. It's got a little bit of Fallout vibe. So that's the thing. It's fine for games to draw inspiration from other games and other titles. It's just, are you giving me a new experience? Or are you giving me a retread? Or are you just playing on my nostalgia? Like, like, look at these motherfuckers. Like, you can tell, obviously, those little motherfuckers, they, if they roll up on you, because what they're going to do, they're going to roll up on you. They're going to fuck you up. So, like, this definitely looks like, you know, it, it, lo- it looks like one of those games that I'd be willing to, like, give it a go. Like, give me a demo. You know, let me see something. Oh, shit. Hey, hey, hey. You see? And you just boss them, boss them, boss them, boss them. And again, not zombies. Okay? Not, no, doesn't look like zombies necessarily. You know? it's just something different. It's like when we happy few, which is a game that came out too long ago. I was like, okay, this looks interesting. I didn't, I didn't get it. Cause you know, I was like, eh, at the, and you know, at the end of it, but you know, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I like weird shit like this cause it's different. And this looks like one of those games that I would be interested to see what the story is about. I'd be interested. I would be, I'd be interested. I'd just be interested in it. Like, that's my thing. I just want to see, being interested in shit so you know yeah which i've just cut it now but you know you know it, it, it's like just trying to find you know like newer experiences that are out there and shit and just really you know try to find yourself being engaged or at the very least then then they give me something that is like it, it, it comes from like an indie studio it's a an intellectual property that's one-on-one and again its own experience. So yeah, I'm like doubling down on what I said. I'm just looking for fucking new experiences. It's nothing wrong with remasters. Nothing wrong with any of those things. There's nothing wrong with none of that shit. You know, you know, hey, different strokes for different folks. I just don't want to fucking continue to play the same game that I did back 20 years ago, except now you just revamp it to now for a quick cash grab of my fucking nostalgia. It's like with these fucking movies that are out now. It's like most of them are just remakes now. Like you hear they're doing a new Ghostbusters now. Listen, Ghostbusters 2's one of my favorites. It does not mean that I necessarily want to fucking see uh, another sequel to it right now in the modern era. I I, I just don't care. But again, it's going to play for the people's emotions and nostalgia and feelings of an intellectual of an intellectual property that's successful, that's going to make money. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the way I look at it is I'm just coming from a place where I like new experiences. Give me something that's fucking new for me to be able to go, you know what? That's pretty fucking interesting. I like it. Like like you like you, you like you see with Twin Peaks. I knew it was interesting, never saw it before. It piqued my interest, and now I want more of it, which is why they then made a revival of the motherfucker. So again, I mean, you know, it, it, it's weird because it kind of ebbs and flows among itself because it's kind of like it's like constantly someone trying to push something to you that they feel is good fucking for you. But yeah. Talking a lot on this podcast. On this particular one, yeah, I feel like I'm like truly a fucking like chatty Kathy, just 
But, I mean, it's a podcast. What the fuck else do you want me to do? You want me to sit here and dance for you? I'm, nah, that, that's going to have to be for another another time when I'm not on these inhalers. But um, what I did want to speak about, um, one of my favorite sections, of course, live from the comment sections. Because social media is a very fucking funny place. As I mentioned earlier, you know, you, apparently you got to, like, go on social media and let people know you're sick. That you're alive, that you care about them, that it's their birthday, or even the funniest shit is, you know what, motherfuckers, for my birthday, I want to go ahead and and put out a cause for a brown squirrel initiative. I want you to donate to a brown squirrel initiative on my birthday on Facebook. It's the weirdest fucking thing. Listen, bless you. It's philanthropy. It's for someone else that's not for you and serving a greater cause. That mean I'm gonna do it. <laughs> doesn't mean, and when I say I'm gonna do it, doesn't mean that I'm gonna be the guy who's gonna necessarily put you up for that sort of thing. If it's an organization that I care about, then I'm gonna put my time, my energy, and my resources and invest that time in with them. I'm not gonna use my Facebook to say, hey, it's my birthday. I need you to go on here and donate X amount of money to the Brown Squirrel Reserve. I'm not gonna fucking do that. But um, what I am gonna do. Speak about some funny shit I saw on Instagram. So, like I mentioned on my Instagram, I follow like certain profiles and certain pages. So, outright, I follow GQ because GQ, you know, it, it's just a standard of style and and culture and fashion and all that sort of stuff. So, it's just one of the standards. So, I've always I've always followed them. Now, what I did happen to follow was a uh, rapper. You know, some folks may know him, some folks may not. Named uh, ASAP Rocky was uh, featured in an article. It was speaking about you know this tour he's got going on. You know he's you know which which you know and then you know his whole style and and you know and pizzazz and panache and all that shit. Which I'm just like you know Rock. You know, Rock is cool. He's from Harlem. You know, he's a cool cat, whatever the case may be, seemingly from his music or whatever the case may be. But um, I feel like he's gotten a little bit more on like the fashion side of things, less than the rap game. Like I feel like I I I feel like who Rocky is. Rocky's like that dude in high school that dresses really cool. So because he dresses really cool, he's cool with every fucking body. Like even the even the dangerous motherfuckers that'll probably beat his ass, he's cool with them just because he's cool. So Rocky is like fucking literally cool. But the whole point of it was that it was speaking about on you know in the actual post itself about uh rappers well not even rappers but it was speaking about his concert and moshing and stuff at his at his concert now what i thought was interesting was that i went in the comment section because I, I don't know call me a fucking glutton call it just it fuels this part of the podcast but i was like all right i'm curious to know what the comment section got to say about this so, so there's some fucking dude in him and this is gonna be example so let's just go and do this now he is motherfucking target zero for bombing pretty much put it to you this way for bombing and i mean that not in a literal sense so don't get the fucking words fucked up so it was funny because he posts on here laughing my ass off there are no real mosh pits at hip-hop concerts huh I'm like, so, 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 so here was my thing. Here was my thing. I, I, I told him straight up. I'm like, Hey dude, um, I don't think you actually know what you're talking about. 
And the only reason why I say I don't think you know what you're talking about is because you realize that every hip hop concert is not one in the same. When you go see Jay Z, it's way different from when you go see, oh, I don't know, YG. Just like seeing YG is different from you seeing Kendrick. And you seeing Kendrick is way different from you seeing, I don't know, whomever the fuck. But the whole point was, when Dude said that there was no moshing at hip-hop concerts, I'm like, I gotta call bullshit. And I'm especially calling bullshit because I'm considering the notion that and I had to tell him straight up, I was like, okay, I'm not sure what particular, you know, concerts that you've been to, but there definitely are moshing at concerts. It just depends on the artist that you go to. And he was just like, yeah, well, um, well, I mean, I've gone to see Travis Scott, uh, Sheck West. And I was like, hope, 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 you just... So you made a general ass blanket statement that there are no fucking moshing at fucking rap concerts, but you got the nerve to mention fucking Sheck West. First of all, child, because that's pretty much how I had to speak to him after that. I'm like, dude, first of all, you clearly have never been to like a Danny Brown concert. You've never been to a Flatbush Zombies fucking concert. You've never been to like to like anything that like none of Triple X's fucking concerts. RP to the kid. You've never been to a fucking um uh, Denzel Curry concerts. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean that there's no moshing at hip hop concerts? I'm like, dude. I'm like, I'm like fucking even Lupe when he was doing his Japanese fucking cartoon fucking act had moshing in his fucking concerts. I'm like Limp Biscuit. I understand, you know, that they may be really old as fuck, whatever the case may be. But still, they was more so still that like rap kind of fusion. I'm like, there's moshing at motherfucking rap concerts. But my thing is this. Don't try to use Travis Scott and then Sheck West as your fucking example. That's fucking hard. It's almost like saying, oh, that you know, oh, there's no good places to get a fucking burger around here. The only only good places I've ever had a burger at was from Wendy's and fucking <coughs> fucking McDonald's. I'd be like, time out. You never been to a steakhouse, bitch? Like, that's my biggest thing is like, how the fuck can you make such a generalized fucking statement? About some shit that you've got a limited experience on. That's what I told him. I told him straight up like, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. The motherfuckers you just named are like new school. He mentioned somebody else. But it's just so much. It's so not even worth trying to dig into. The fact that the motherfucker says Sheck West. I was like, oh yeah. Don't mention about you going to hip hop concerts and there being no moshing. When you got to mention Travis Scott and Sheck West. You're talking about artists who've been out for like maybe a handful of. One guy's been out for maybe two years at best. Another one maybe about five, give or take. So don't say hip hop concerts, no mo- no moshing over some shit between 2019 to 2014, because then you, sir, don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So I had to blow him the fuck up. I was like, dude, you need to expand your fucking palate. Go see Flatbush Zombies, and I want you to tell me ain't no fucking moshing. When they get shit popping, you get your motherfucking shit rocked, and you can't do nothing because it's a mosh pit. That's just what happens. You know, some motherfuckers are, are like courteous, like they swinging, moshing, doing all that shit, you know, going into tantrum. Motherfuckers will be like, oh, my bad, whatever the case may be. But don't fucking tell me someone that's been in the mosh, that's moshed, 
Don't tell me there's no fucking mosh and hip-hop concerts. You just don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And there's nothing wrong with not knowing what the fuck you're talking about. But when you go online and you try to say it, and then you put on a GQ ass, so you thought you was slick, like, laugh, put laughing my ass off. There's no moshing and hip-hop concerts. Nah, bitch. You ain't never been to a real hip-hop concert, and you never moshed in one. That's okay. You want to see fucking Shaq West. The motherfucker probably did Mo Bamba, his fucking hit song, like, five times. I'm like, so no. That's why you didn't have any fucking moshing. Fucking kids, my God. But there's some fucking future. There's a future for them because they are the future. And this is my favorite, favorite, favorite article to fucking touch up on. Um, We're about, mm, give about a week away from the Super Bowl, right? So this kid. This 10-year-old kid, and I thought this shit was fucking adorable. This 10-year-old kid did a science project to prove whether or not Tom Brady is a cheater. So when I saw it, I immediately thought to myself, this is beautiful. Because it's touching upon something that I've always known near and dear to my heart. It's that children of the fucking future and that the New England Patriots ain't shit. I understand they're one of the more winners franchise in, in the NFL, excuse me, American football, but they ain't shit. And they ain't shit because a lot of their history has to do a lot with bending rules and cheating and the whole nine yards of it. So what I thought was hilarious was the simple fact that when it came down to this one kid and his name is, let me see here, Ace Davis. From Kentucky. So mind you, he's he's not like a Giants or a Jets fan. So you can't be like, oh, he's probably just some asshole kid from New York. No, he's from Lexington. He's he's more he's more likely a Louisville fan. Okay. Um he decided to go ahead and use up there and use through science that Tom Brady was a cheater through science. He used examples such as how deflated footballs give Brady an advantage. And for his project, he even included results of an experiment that he did with his mom and sister using footballs of varying inflation. <coughs> what kills me is there was a whole special council on some like Robert Mueller, Roger Stone, snatching him from 6 a.m. And the motherfuckers looking like the fucking penguin investigation to protect this dickhead's fucking feelings when it's very clear that him and his fucking team cheated. So I just thought it was amazing. And don't, and, and please, and, and don't take like that joke about, you know, oh, Roger Stone, Mueller, da 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 da. Listen, I barely get political, okay? I just don't think it's funny that motherfuckers roll down on them, not being paid, by the way. Six in the morning was like, guess what, motherfucker? We know you fucked up, so now here, come get your fucking little pimp hat and your fucking warm shoes because we need to talk with you. Your ass is going down. I just thought that shit was fucking hilarious. Is, is is fucking hilarious. It really is. But then the fact, you know, getting back on this kid, the fact that this kid really was like, I'm able to determine just through simple science that a football with less air in it travels farther. I'm like, we had special counsels and judges and all this shit when all it took was for some fucking 10 year old kid from fucking Lexington, Kentucky, who's probably a Louisville fucking fan, to determine that Tom Brady's punk bitch pristine ass is a cheater. And just in time for the Super Bowl, so you know he's going to be famous. But see, Tom Brady's so much ain't shit, he'll wind up 
probably, maybe or not, I'm hoping he doesn't win the Super Bowl and hit up that kid and be like, hey, thanks, kid. Because you know his voice whenever he goes on social media. He's like, hey, thanks, kid. You know, this is Tom here. So I saw your post and, you know, I want to go and invite you to the New England Patriots trial camp where you can actually see the equipment and such that we use and whatever equipment we use to get to the Super Bowls that we have in the past. So thank you, man. I appreciate it. And stay in school. He'll be that dickhead to post some shit like that. And if he does get a sixth ring, he'll probably like wave his hands around and, you know, emphasize the additional ring because he's that much of a fucking dick, you know. So needless to say, I just, you know, I just thought those were like particular moments in time on the motherfucking Internet that were just too fucking funny, too fucking funny. But that right there brings us to the end of this particular episode and I like to thank, of course, my sponsors because this episode is sponsored by. Wait a minute, there's no sponsors yet, um, except for the ones on Anchor.fm. If you're interested in starting up, go to Anchor.fm forward slash start. But other than that, thank you so much for tuning into another podcast. Um, please feel free to like, share, comment. Let me know your exact thoughts. Let me know what other areas of interest in which I may need to cover some particular topics that you might be interested in. Just feedback. Cause I'm loving all the love from this. This shit just feels fucking amazing. Like I said, I'm so grateful. Even not being at a hundred, hundred percent, I still want to give you guys my 110% for this sort of thing, because it's just, it's literally just me. It's literally like capturing my essence in an audio and visual form. Like you said, you got me right now chilling before I go ahead and go, you know, fucking go off the head to fucking bed, do rag popping, you know, black sweatshirt, you know, among, you know, some of my favorite elements and just speaking about some of the things that I think are funny, fucked up and are interested to me. But this is Imani Wilson. This has been another bombastic podcast episode and I'll see you. Peace.